Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
everybody. Welcome to Gina's Groove Theory. It is May 1st, 2013. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. Much love to all of you guys. This is Gina's Groove Theory. It is now four after the hour, four minutes after the hour. And like I always do, and how I always start my show, of course, I gotta give thanks and praise to the man upstairs, first and foremost. So let me go ahead and give him his love, and his depth. Uh, this is actually Mary J. Blige, and thank you, Lord. So give it up for the man who made everything possible today. Jenna's Groove Theory, and this is your host. Actually, today's show is very important to me. I've been putting it off for like forever. Uh, I mean, um, putting it putting it off because I wanted to get collectively all my people together to, uh, you know, represent for this. This is very, very important. Who's watching The Shepherd? Who's watching over The Shepherd is today's episode. And it's actually the first episode of a very, uh, let's say, you guys know about uh, Halloween and Friday the 13th. Just put it to you like that. So it's, it's never. It's going to be a never-ending uh, show. Uh, if I can even get to 200, 300, hey, you know, I, I've done almost uh, almost 100 or more shows. And uh, if I can get to Who's Watching Over the Shepherd, uh, episode 101, that'd be good for me. I'd like to thank you guys for showing up and uh, giving uh, giving your love and your support. Um, there's a lot of issues out here currently that are important to me, but this is one of the major issues that I feel that we can do something about as soon as possible, and that's as soon as, as we can speak to our president or get with our representatives, and uh, we can make some changes. Uh, currently, there's a, and I'm not, I'm not even going to give you the statistics at this time. I'm going to go ahead and let you kind of, you know, boil on it, let, let it just, you know, simmer with you. I'm going to go ahead and send this shout out because I do have some other people out there I'm trying to get involved. My LinkedIn connections as well. Uh, I want everybody to be a part of this, and I want everybody to share their word. This is not a show about Gina. It's actually uh, it's a, a, a classroom full of students. I'm a student, and we're all going to learn together. Uh, just bring what, what you have. Uh, I'm going to represent this next song here. Uh, this is for our uh, service men and women out there working and non-working, you know, retired, not retired. Uh, who need who need to be represented for on a daily uh, on a on a, every every time I I could even think I should represent and that goes for everybody so I'm gonna send this out there because a lot of them kind of dig this cut and it'll give me enough time to touch some more people so here you guys go this is war actually uh, war slipping in the darkness slipping into the darkness 
This is Eugenia's Groove Theory, your KXRW, your connection, your community connection, internet radio station. Much love to all you guys out there. We'll be back two and two, seven minutes after the hour.
everybody back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is 16 after the hour. Uh, this is your KXRW, your community connection, your community connection here in Long Beach, California, representing today's show, actually. I'm going to have some guests in. This is a show that's really uh, important to me and it's close to heart. I'm going to have, actually, I'm going to have a really good friend of mine, Ken Terman. Uh, he's uh, from New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, drop in. I gotta make a call out, you guys. So uh, just bear, yeah, bear with me. I'm about to uh, call a guest. Uh, let's go ahead and say, uh, say hi. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, let's first make this call. We'll make a call out. Uh, we're gonna have actually her name is Margaret uh, Sean Higgins. Uh, she's a um, she's actually a uh, uh, you know. Well, she's actually a. I'm, I'm having a little complications with this studio today. I tell you, it's kind of funny. Uh, hold on, let's uh, say hi. Oh, now I see what they mean. Actually, it says host experiencing quality issues with their host dialing number. Our tech should be working to resolve this problem. So let's see. So uh, yeah, I got it. Got it in by the hair of my chinny chin chin. But being it that uh, uh, their blog talk is having some issues, I see. Uh, it's not really on my uh, end. It's on theirs. Um, it's not allowing me to, uh, let's see, can I call out now? Oh, well, oh, yeah, it's a blog talk issue. So let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah, I, I can see what's going on. Let's see, let me touch that. Oh, yeah, well, just hang on in there. I do have, a, like I said, Ken Terman. He's out of New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, Mrs. Margaret Sean Higgins is going to be calling in. Uh, I have my my good friend Brian Holmes, actually currently from Long Beach, California, but originally from Bridgeport, Connecticut. He's going to be sitting in. I have uh, Leron Mosley, a really good friend of mine too. He's sitting in. He's going to you know have some comments and uh, we're going to share some some uh, questions and some uh, some things you know some things that are very currently uh, going on as far as uh, issues with uh, PTD. PTSD, mental illness. Most of you guys who know me know pretty much uh, know my background, and, and so I, that's how I got involved. Uh, it was my uh, my mentor, uh, Mr. Cherokee Morrison, who actually uh, got me to understand the uh, the importance of protecting our vets out here. You know how how they matter. They matter a great deal. As growing up, uh, growing up, I you know I never thought about it then. You know, as into my adulthood, I never, uh, you know, knew the seriousness of that red, white, and blue flag and, you know, what it takes to fight, you know, uh, for this country. It uh, astounds me uh, pretty pretty much how how our, our vets are being overlooked and how they're being treated. So that's what my guests are going to be coming in talking to us about. Uh, currently, whatever this blog talk problem is, I'm going to go ahead and touch my – it won't allow me to call out um, – I guess it's uh they're having a system. This is like what uh the first show of this week. I kind of, they had some problems as well as last week, but we're gonna keep it going because you know in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, can't no weapon form against us shall prosper. So you hang out there, Ken. I see you, and I also see my other folks out there as well. You guys, hang on. Let's see what's uh, going on where I can uh, be able to touch you. I can't even even though I have guests in the studio, I can't even touch them. It's there. They're not even showing up, so we're going to go ahead. You guys, stay stay where you're at, two and two. Right now, let's do a time in check. It's 20, 20 minutes after the hour. You're here on Gina's Groove Theory. This is your KXRW, your Long Beach Community Connection Internet Radio Station broadcasting live out here in Long Beach, California. We'll be back two and two. 
we're, you know, we're real serious about what we're talking about here. So I'm going to go ahead and send a shout out there to uh, to all my people who are standing behind me. That's uh, all the people who are out there representing all my guests and everybody who's here in support of our vets, our vets and, you know, getting them treated, you know, with respect, the respect that they've earned. You know, they have nothing else to give us. So I'm going to send this shout out there to to them. We, we're waging war. We're waging war. We're going to talk to the president. I mean, you know, we, we fired up. Kids fired up. Uh, Margaret's fired up. Miss Patricia, she's fired up. Everybody's fired up. We're going to make it happen. So here's Waging Wars on Gina's Group Theory. You guys stay hang tight. Let's see what we're going to do about this problem. We'll be back in two and two.
Hi, everybody. We're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is actually 26 after the hour. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. This is Gina's Groove Theory. Yes, I did get in contact with uh, Mrs. Margaret. I can see you, so let's go ahead and say hi. You've been sitting there for quite a, almost 30 minutes. Yeah, blogs are going to they're gonna have to compensate us for this one. So let's say hi. This is Ken. Everybody, welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. This is Gina Screw Theory. Is that Ken out there? Yes, it's Ken. Ken Turner speaking with you. Hi. Hi. Yes, I just got off the phone with this. Talk was having a. They were having some uh, audio uh, host audio problems, so I couldn't. It wouldn't let me call out, which I could either reschedule. Uh, because Miss Margaret, she had to get to bed now. So you know, I mean, she's 62 years old. But I know you're in it. Brian's still here. I got I got Lebron here with me too as well. So like I told her, she. I mean, this is just the first series. This is the first episode of a series of series. So you know, uh, it's going to continue. I mean, this is very important, and, and everything that you're bringing is is much needed. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Uh, Ken, you can go ahead and say hello to my uh, my my folks and my audiences out there. Represent. Yes, I'm a Ken Terman, um, formerly of Long Beach, but I'm out of uh, Connecticut, and I've been uh, advocating from the uh, West Coast to the East Coast. Uh, I've worked with uh, in human services before, and I'm a veteran. I can can tell you lifelong uh, experiences that I had with the VA, and some of the red tape for the programs that were implemented by the Obama administration. And but you know, the veterans as a, as a, as a person walking into the VA. As a patient, you know we still have a long ways to go. There's things that over that are being overlooked. The systems, uh, red tape. Like I said, I can't emphasize red tape and some of the hurdles and things you have to go to to obtain these services. That you know you'll see these VA commercials, how we're here and how we're here to help you and all this stuff like that. It sounds good, Daddy, on TV, but you know until they implement some type of watchdog, some type of monitoring, you know, there's a lot of things that falls under the cracks for veterans and. Uh, that's what I've been advocating for. I've advocated uh, pretty much for 10 or 15 years. Like I said, I've taken the struggle as far as the, uh, to the East Coast, and I'm also working some sectors of the uh, South right now. We're going to bring light to this thing. We're going to put as many eyes as we can on this thing. We need to sit down with our politicians with some of these struggles and issues that we're having. So, you know, uh, that's a little bit about what I'm looking at and what I'm doing with myself these days. Well, I'd like to I'd like to welcome you. Um, I want to ask you if you have like a like a, a device maybe um, close to you because I'm getting a little bit of feedback. I don't know it could it could be blog talk because they're having complications, but I am hearing a little bit of feedback. So any anybody out there that has their like a phone close to like a speaker or something, or it could just be blog talk. If in fact you know, I mean, like I said, no weapon formed against me prosper. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce. Thank you, Ken. I really, I mean, you know, you know how long we've been planning this show, and it's been a quite a long time. I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let the fellas here introduce themselves. And uh, this is a uh, actually Mr. Brian Holmes. <laughs> he is a 24-year veteran of the Navy, and here he is. Say hello. Hello, everybody out there. Uh, good to be on the show. Um, yeah, my name is Brian Holmes. I'm 24 years in the Navy. Um, yeah, so I have some experiences while I was in there. Um been out for a little bit now and just uh, living and enjoying life. So, hey, good to be back. You know, get into the topic, see what's going on. Yes, uh, actually, Brian was, a, he was the, uh, he was the, uh, 
person behind me when I first started doing this. He's the one pumped me up to to get involved, you know, with the radio station totally because it wasn't my idea. But uh, he pushed me into it, and I am so thankful. And, and today, because it does, uh, it go it goes hand in hand with what I, what I do out there in the, uh, you know, out there in the city, and goes hand in hand with what I believe in. So. With that, you know, I'm very thankful to him, and thank you for being here as well. Uh, I do have Mr. Leron Mosley. He's sitting in. He's going to be a, I guess, a, you want to say hello? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let him say hi, and he can represent, too. He's sitting in, and he's going to share, you know, some experiences, too. We're going to be talking about a lot of issues, like mental, uh, mental, physical, uh, all issues uh, uh, that are concerning our vets and, and us as a whole. Hold on. Yo, what's up? It's Leron. Saying what's up here at the studio, and I'm on. Yo, this is Leron Mosey from Out of Compton, and um, I'm just here. Alright. Yeah, I am getting a little bit of feedback. I don't know where it's coming from, so let me turn down my equipment. I'd like to welcome LeBron for sitting in. I'd like to welcome Ken and as well as Brian for being here and supporting uh, this issue. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read the episode. What is considered the episode? It could be. Okay, yeah. for the, the episode and pretty much. Uh, okay, so yeah, I, I sound good on that one end, so that's great. Uh, it is, let's go do a time check. I'm going to go ahead and minimize this a little bit. Uh, you know, God is so good. Uh, today on my way, on my, my way coming in, uh, to come home to set up the show for today, uh, I went into my favorite uh, friend of mine's uh, store, uh, Miss and, and Ken, you know her, and Brian knows her as well. She's a prominent black business uh, uh, owner here in Long Beach. And, and as I walked in, I tell you how funny it is. Uh, she handed me. She said, "I got something for you," and. Uh, you know, I was going to step in and get me some oil out of burn. And then she handed me a flyer. And you guys are going to find this interesting. Ken actually, fortunately, was you know, on my phone talking to me when I got it. And uh, it's just going to be it's, uh, But much love out there to my Long Beach City classmates and everybody who I've kind of missed, guys. I've been over here doing ballet and all, all, a whole bunch of other things. Uh, it's going to bring some shed some light on what's going on currently on City College uh, as far as our vets. Uh, uh, we we have we have uh, issues. They have issues. Uh, not just MI, but I mean with the entry in. I mean, uh, what I, what I, what each of these guys are going to be bringing. Well, Ken, you're going to be. He is very. I, I thank you so much for being here. You're so resourceful on telling us and informing me, keeping me on my toes. And telling me what it is that I can help others with, you know, other vets with, because a lot of you know it's really surprisingly that you know they're not set up prior. Margaret was going to be the fact that yeah, uh, when she she served uh, 75 to 78 in the Cold War, and she said that they didn't they don't give you any uh, you no know, tools to, to leave. And then we have this whole issue today with Long Beach uh, Long Beach City College. Uh, they there are. Uh, Programs like Kenneth spoke to me about last night that are set up uh, to help vets with, and I take it that Long Beach City had a. They were given a. Well, I, I, I'll see you. Let, let me re, let me go ahead and go over the topic of the show, and uh, 
So I give everybody out there at home a little feel of what's going on, and uh, then we'll get into conversation and interviews. And, I, and then you guys, you guys are going to get over. That's where you guys bet. Uh, actually, this is uh, episode uh, is Who's Watching Over the Shepherd? A series of shows. Uh, I want you guys to join tonight. This is episode one. Join tonight. This is Ken Terman. Of course, you guys met him, Brian Holmes. Uh, Miss Margaret, she had to go to bed, but I said I will send it to her. She can be here for the next show. Uh, there's no there's no need to hurry or rush because it's going to be a series of shows. Uh, all uh, in light of what's going on with our vets and currently. Uh, Ken kind of corrected me a little bit on the... Who kind of got me involved, actually, was uh, I was befriended by uh, Frank Wuko, and who has a... He actually he's a radio host on AM 970 in Miami, Florida, and uh, he had alerted me that uh, uh, one a day, uh, men and women, that are killing themselves because they're coming home, with either without the skills to fit into the job market, or either because they're being wrongfully uh, uh, discharged uh, without without honor. And I just I find that to be so unbelievable. It's like uh, I don't feel that they should actually have to a vet. I don't care what. I, I mean, after my experience, I don't. I don't feel they should even have to fill out anything other than what you know what vets have to give when they go into the VA, and that's it's those four digits. I mean, those four digits. It should stand not just for receiving medical and stuff like medical help like that. It should stand for you know paperwork. Uh, you know, I mean, well, why why should a person have to uh, who served this country who's seen what they've seen? Just like my mentor, my shout out there to Cherokee Morrison too. Um, walking behind him, you know, taught me a lot. Taught me how to have humility and empathy, and to to be aware of you know of, of veterans, and not to look over them. They're very special, unique people to to give their lives, you know, to give their lives up to this for us. And so I thank you all for for being there. And uh, like like I said, uh, after walking, as it occurred, well, I'm sick of it here. Many veterans, many veterans who served during wartime as a result, they sustained extensive, excessive psychological disorders due to, due to the experience of combat. PTSD, schizophrenia, medical depression, too many to name. As a sufferer of MI and its cause and effect, I have learned how important it is to communicate with psychiatrists, doctors, family, and more importantly, the vet. And after walking behind my mentor, like I said, Cherokee, and doing volunteer work as a street outreach worker, working with the homeless population, uh, that anyone ever heart seems to get, you know, have encounter as well as can he can he can did it too as well, um, because they really don't feel that society cares. And they and and I I feel the same way they do. And I didn't even serve. And being a life coach with uh, MHLA, uh, I've learned how to help individuals get you know back on their life as well as getting back on my life and getting back getting on your feet. Uh, these are discussions uh, of how vets. The discussions we're having tonight, this first episode, is going to be giving uh, the vets the right tool. Uh, I mean, even from old to from older to younger vets to retired all this you know some 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 don't even uh, understand uh you know what the, what it is they should do and Ken you made that a mention to me uh just last night you're like you know they if they're not giving if, if they're not giving uh any uh, skills or job skills how can you meet them a current current uh 
you know, economy where you have to know how to do all this uh, computers and, and all the extra. It's, 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 it's really lame, right? Right. Right. You there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's, that's, that's some of the struggles that, that we have to look at. You know, the VA tells you what things that there is in place, but, you know, I invite any veteran out there that, that has these problems, we need to unite on this issue of uh, of the unreturned phone calls, the uh, long uh, procedures it is, and, and time frame is in between filing claims and, and who to get. It's just it's, it's just a it's a struggle, and, and and until we address that with society, see society right now thinks well, hey, the veterans are, are, are got this and they got this going. Well, they're they're on paperwork. Yes, they do. But when you like I say accessing those things, there's a lot of red tape that a vet has to jump through on services and things like that, and uh, that that's where we need to magnify it. You know, you have programs implemented, and then you have those that overseeing these programs that don't have any 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 idea what a vet has gone through, no empathy for vets, and so it's like you know it's like I gave you an example earlier. It's like a, a drug and alcohol counselor that just went to school. That addict or alcoholic doesn't relate to what that person is saying. They can't relate to that person. And uh, that's what you got a lot of at the VA. You got a lot of people that can't relate, don't have a clue. You know, you might be sitting, you know, going to your PTS uh, workshop or group, and there might be this 25-year-old there that don't have a clue about nothing, went to school, got that master's, and that's what he does. He wants to tell you how you should do this and you should do this, and you, should, you know, things like that, so. It's it's a struggle Well you know I think what society Pretty much looks at is you know see, I'm I'm glad Brian is sitting in Because he's one Who um, had A a great experience With the military Um, I rarely ever heard him say anything negative And I mean as far as the after You know the after You know he I mean mean, to, To society when you see him, you say, "Oh, well, they're doing all right." You know, they treat him pretty good because that's one. But as I, from what I understand, that's he's one of God knows how many other thousands who who didn't have a good experience coming out. So we're gonna go ahead and let him, uh, you know, represent with whatever he has. And I, I, like I said, I thank you guys very much. Here's here's one. Say hello. Hello, okay, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, you know, coming out the Navy. I was pretty healthy and everything, so I didn't have uh, no real issues other than, you know, some minor scars and scrapes and, you know, battle wounds. Other than that, I didn't have no real issues, especially with PTSD, you know. And uh, most of my time was at sea, so, you know, we just launched missiles and things of that nature. So, you know, fought off small boats. (laughs) That was about it. So, you know, it was just a time and a place for me, you know. And coming out, you know, uh, through the VA, I had a smooth transition. I ain't had no real problems. Like I said, I had my stuff documented, what was wrong with me. And, you know, coming out, it came out all right. So I didn't have no real um, bad experiences. I'm sure there are many people out there that have, though, you know, because uh, there's some real fatal 
injuries out there, so I'm sure the more fatal the injury, the more red tape you have to jump through, you know. Uh, hopefully they're helping the obvious, you know, but when you're talking about PTSD, that's inside the brain, you know, that's the swelling of the brain, that's whatever it is, you know, that makes people jump off. Like I said, mine was pretty good. Like I was at sea most of the time when things was going down, so uh wasn't real traumatic, but just had to deal with being at sea. <laughs> That's the only trauma and drama I had to deal with, but you know. To me that was just part of the part of the package, you know. Join the, the service, any service, you know, what come with it, you know. The, the armed forces is there to kill and win, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? For whatever the objective, the nation's objective. So, you know, what come with that is death and injuries and problems and things of that nature. So, the structure is supposed to be there to help veterans that served, gave their time and their life. For some, it worked. For some, it don't. That's just the uh, fall of the system. It's not perfect. You know, it is what it is. It ain't perfect, you know. So a lot of people have to fight to get what they want. Well, what what was it that... uh? Okay, because, yeah, so, so you had a smooth transition. Uh, but you also said that you, you documented all your injuries, and you made sure, you know, whatever it was, you documented Um Being that it was pretty smooth for you, uh, was it someone who uh, did you have, was it just your own personal knowledge of, you know, the steps you made, or was it maybe the, the people who taught you, you know, like your, your people who were in charge of you that, no, told you need to do this, you need to do that. Because I, even I know, you know, we all know Ken. He had he street outreach out here too as well. When he lived out here, he he fought for everybody homeless too as well. But it, it's like if some if somebody doesn't give you the clues, the keys, you know, what I'm saying on how to get there, then you know, was it was it someone that kind of set you up? Definitely, you know, all the sellers before me, you know, throughout my whole career, they pretty much was telling me, you know. Keep your stuff documented. You know, stay stay abreast of what's going on. You know, try to maintain, and uh, you know you get through it. So yeah, it's a lot of brothers and sisters out there that told me what to do. You know, I listen for the best of my ability. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no doubt. Yes, I'm some, I mean, you have a lot of knowledge too. You're very, you're very together on top of things. There's somebody there that told you. Well, it wasn't that much uh, direction on a uh, uh, documentation of stuff, and that 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 fell by the wayside in the command I was in. Uh, you know, uh, later on I learned, you know, that uh, documentation, like Brian was saying. That would have been a good a tool, but uh, 
that that part fell on the wayside. I say I will say for me, uh, you know, you know that that last checkout and and documenting things that happened to you while you were in there. See, like right now, I'm having my uh, whole uh, service record uh, audited because they're looking for documentation of of, of an injury I had in there, and uh, it was it cost me to have two surgeries on my knee and stuff like that after I got out after falling down some uh, ladders in there. Um, and, uh, you know, the documentation as far as administration, it's not really showing, but, you know, we're looking at, and auditing the files and everything. But it that's, that's, a, that's a struggle for me. Uh, you know, it was some areas of the VA that, 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 that does work, you know. Uh, some of the doctors and some of the VA facilities I've had been in, they, they get, their stuff is up to speed. It's, on, it's all in high gear. But then it's other services, and uh, it depends on basically who you're dealing with that day. You know, you could be dealing with a person that that's their eight to five, and that's it, and that's how you get treated. That's their eight to five. And I've also experienced a lot of screening out on programs and things of that nature, where the person spends more time, uh, uh, they're trying to screen you out rather than help you. So those are issues that that I, I faced, and a lot of veterans that I advocated for. You know, of not knowing uh, of of their services, and uh, just kind of like I would say, they're just uh, naive of what's going on. But you know, until we start learning what we have, and and, and like Brian was saying, you know, documentation that 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 is the number one key. I'm glad he brought that up. Documentation. But on the same token, there's a lot of us that they didn't get that proper documentation, and that's a it's an uphill struggle right now for a lot of people. Uh, and uh, that that area needs to be addressed because he spoke about PTSD. Now, I, I was advocating for a guy that had PTSD as uh, childhood drama and all the you know trauma and all this stuff like this. Now he said when he went to the service, you know it was no documentation of that. So now he's fighting because he was diagnosed with PTSD as childhood drama, but the VA says no, they don't have. You know, he's not to be compensated and all that stuff for PTSD. Well, they do compensate for PTSD for only for combat, though. Now, but on the same token, if he had PTSD and they're putting them in groups and doing all these different things and uh, treatment for that and all that, now his psychiatrist also said one thing that was that, that, that threw up a red flag with me, too. He said if you had PTSD from childhood and you went to the military, then guess what? You had PTSD then, too, as a result of that. But the military wants to isolate cut that chunk out of it and say, no, it's not combat-related, which PTSD comes in different forms, different stages, and can be uh, in remission for years and years and become triggered. And But they don't want to honor that, though. You know, it's, it's, a little, it's a little loopholes and windows that they they do as well. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's a big, like I said, this is a, uh, we have a short time for this uh, show and a panel uh, for discussion tonight. This this is something that that could you know it's gonna take a few shows to start saying let's look at what area we want to look at we want to look at this area so we can actually go in and and dissect it and slice it up and, and really get to the to 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 the white meat of it so to speak you know and uh, it's 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 a lot of areas that we need to talk about though. Well, I'm gonna personally I'm gonna personally start uh well I've already started a list. And uh, a list of uh, topics, whatever, you know. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm gonna have to carry with me a, uh, or carry with me a, uh, what do you say, one of those voice recorders? Because you know, I have short term, short term, 
uh, and long-term memory loss as well. But uh, join the club. <laughs> and 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 actually, and actually, uh, Brian just ha- handed me something. It says, uh, "Traumatic events that can lead to PTSD include war, nat- nat- natural disasters, natural disasters, car and plane ac- crashes, terrorist attacks, sudden death of a loved one." Rape, mm-hmm. kidnapping, assault, sexual or physical abuse, childhood neglect. These are sev- these are several, and these the traumatic events that lead to post-traumatic stress disorder are usually so overwhelming and frightening that they would upset anyone. Following a traumatic event, almost everyone experiences at least some of these symptoms of PTSD. When your sense of safety and trust are shattered. It is normal to feel crazy, disconnected, or numb. It is very common to have bad dreams, uh, feel uh, fearful, and to find it difficult to stop thinking about what happened. Uh, as a survivor of mental illness, I still say I'm a survivor, but I still have my moments. Uh, I, 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 I do believe I, I had some. I, I had trauma as a kid, but uh, just like what Ken said. And just like how he, how Brian just handed me this, see, when I went through it on the job with the, it's like this. In my case, it was, uh, as a child, it was my brother, so it was a familiar person. Uh, as it, I, I never got any uh, help or anything until I got grown. I, I didn't, I mean, I pushed on. I, you know, I moved forward. And uh, just when the guy on the job started doing it, and he, you know, he was a stranger. I think what brought it out, and I could not fight it without medication, was because he was a stranger who made me feel uncomfortable and made my work environment, you know, un, 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 you know, it was not, uh, I didn't feel safe. I felt guarded. I felt isolated. Like I was telling my friend, a friend who's sitting in, you know, about, you know, being isolated. And, and I could just only imagine how they might, you know, if you're serving and, uh, you know, you get to a point, because once, once you become isolated, then, you know, and no one is talking to you, no one's paying attention. I think that's kind of why we get those situations where, people uh, go off and they lose it. They go off on the deep end because if you have no one to speak to, and then, then when you do go get some help, and that's another point that I want to bring up too. i uh, got to send a shout out there to Mr. Walt Moore, who's in uh, he's in the military uh, PTSD discussions with me. I'm going to send that shout out there to him. He's a survivor who's now, uh, he's, he's a counselor and he works, you know, I mean he's overcame it and works with it. Uh, Miss Margaret, she explained to me that she still has suicidal tendencies. She also explained that she's also narcissistic. So in that sense of, in that sense of, you know, you know, I mean, these, these, it's, it's so many different things that could be. I mean, was, you know, being diagnosed, there's so many different elements, you know. So you can't really say that. Well, when when I got beat up as a kid, I, you know, that, you know, is what really it's all about. To, you know, what made me up today? No, because you got you got to look at it like this. I mean, I didn't feel unsafe when I was younger. I was just get beaten up, beaten up. So I mean, with everything, it just it builds up, a, and personalities too. It builds up a, a you know, a, a numbers of things. You know, then you get into the disorders about OCD, and I mean PTSD, and that's just. I, I used to think, really honestly, I used to think that only uh, people who served got PTSD. But I found out in these years, after uh, that, you know, PTSD is it doesn't just stand for people who served. It serves for everyone, anyone who's been, like it says. As I just read off off the iPad, represent for Apple. We're cutting up over that Apple. Uh, you know that it, it's, it's so many different uh, different uh, avenues with it, and no one has to have served to, to have it. You know, and and 
I, you know, I honestly feel like this. Uh, when it comes to you guys, after my experience with going in to apply for uh, S, what, what is it, SSDI or whatever, when I went into that Social Security building and I went in there to get help, man, it was, you know, I, I ended up walking out and ended up me and my children becoming homeless after that because it's like, you know, <laughs> they really didn't help me. So I could only imagine, I mean, they gave me this big book of stuff to fill out, right? And I'm like, wow, they gave me two big books. They gave me the first book and I made it through that one. The rehashing of old events, I don't know what no one doesn't understand about having a person reflect time after time on the same thing. I don't know how psychiatrists don't know that that, that is, to me, that's harmful. It was harmful to me. I don't know what you have to say about Cannon Brown, but it was harmful. It it did more harm than it did good for me personally. It's, so it's, I would like, it's, like, a, it's, like, a, it's like a sore on your body, and you pick it, and you open it up and let it bleed, and then it bleeds. You know what I mean? And that's the same way with PTSD. They want you to open up this wound, and then you know, and then you're like exposed with it. And then, like you said, it can do more harm. But you can't tell this person that's got this master's in sociology and psychiatry and all this stuff. They, they that's not what the book says, you know. And and they're arguing that with you. Well, you open it up and you get it out. That's how you deal with it. You learn how to deal with it. But it's easier said than done. Like I say, it goes to the treatment plans that, that that they do have in place at the VA, it's just opening up a wound and then, you know, this person is doing what this professor told them in school in this class for a class project and that's how we treat it. We treat it like a, like we're a, a experimental pro, a, a patients and stuff. And uh, I think something else we got to look at too. The VA is a training facility for student doctors. So, you know, so that, that bothers me too that we're experimenting on and like that for our, our, our course of Protocol, they say, of, treat, of a treatment plan by some students, and you know that that's another area that's not good either. Right, right. You know what? And uh, I got to give Zap out there to that military uh, PTSD discussions on LinkedIn that I met Mr. Moore because he said he's ready to do a show. I mean, I, I like I said, this show we're going to be doing shows on. If I have to schedule one one once a week, <laughs> I mean, till <laughs> till we can get somebody out there to call in and say. That you know the, their 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 situation has changed or rolled over or you know we can make some differences. Uh, the, the, I'll I'll continually do shows about this. Let's do a time and check. It's fifty six minutes after the hour. This is your KXRW your community connection. Sheena's Groove Theory broadcasting here out of Long Beach, California. Uh, I have my my guys out here representing. I got Ken, Brian, I got Lebron. He's he's sitting back. You know, I mean. And he's listening. Hey, I'm just a student in this classroom <laughs> learning from you, teachers. Uh, no, well, you know, I, I would call you guys teachers because I, I have the utmost respect for uh, you guys for serving this country because I'm going to keep it 100. It wouldn't have been me. And <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I ended up with the PTSD anyways, but, you know, um, as, as far as I, I, it takes a lot of courage to go over and fight. And like Mr. Moore said, he said a lot in one of our discussions about this. He said a lot of uh, uh, people are afraid, just like normal, just like people who haven't served. They're afraid to tell anybody that you know they have this issue because you know people are going to look at them like they're crazy, and then you know it's going to put a bad light on them. And then nowadays, since they're doing this discharging them without their their uh, their benefits, you know, for 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 things like what you know corporate, you know corporate corporate does it all the time. Like how they did me, and the corporate will downsize and you know get rid of it. You know, uh, now downsizing should not be allowed in our in our U.S. government uh, 
for our for our military people. I mean, it shouldn't be a downsizing, but I am hearing, yeah, and I and I see it in the spirit too that when they decide to downsize, so if, if so, say if your your per, your person who you who's in charge who you directly go to doesn't like you or for some reason, you know, feels that you know you know or they tell him or they they put down the, the you know the the foot about hey we, we need to cut back some of this spending, you know, I mean. Uh, then you can get done any kind of way, you know. What I mean, and what is the other uh, other than? Oh, what is that over? There? What's over there cracking? Is that you, Ken? Ken, no. that you? You, you didn't fall down, did you? No, never. <laughs> you didn't fall down. No. You didn't fall down, did you? No. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't want me to be your first alert, right? I hear you shuffling over there. Sound like you you ain't on no riverbed rocks over there, are you? <laughs> He uh, got a represent for the river. Uh, uh, okay, you okay? You okay? <laughs> I got all my notes and stuff sitting here with me. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I was going to come over there and rescue you before. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, you got to get it. It's okay. It's okay to laugh. This is a very serious... <laughs> it's okay. Um, I don't know if you guys want to grab some... Yeah, this is what we'll do. I'll go ahead and... Drop a drop a little cut, and then you can go in and get collective, and I can take drink some water. We can take a little short break. I'll play a little shortcut because this is so serious. And like you said, we're down to we have an, two hours left, and and we have a lot to cover in two hours. We got a lot to cover, period. Because we also want to touch on because I want to write down some notes too. How we can get in contact with our representatives. How we can, uh, like you said, Ken, you said invite the president. You know. You ain't said nothing but a word. You ain't said nothing but a word because you know I'm brazen, right? <laughs> I'm brazen, okay? Mm-hmm. I am brazen, and I will invite him. Because you know what? One thing that Mr. Wilco says a great deal is that he is the uh, edit, uh, the, the chief. The what is, it, what is it called? He's your direct commander-in-chief, right? So, I mean, if it's anybody that – yes, if anybody we could talk to, it has to be him. Uh, let me uh, – when we come back from this little short break, I'm going to go ahead and play – Play what you want to hear. Anybody got a suggestion? You, you want to hear? You want to hear your favorite, uh, Ken? Because you know, since you're out there representing, you know, give, throw me out an artist and, and let me see if I got something uh, that 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 you know you would like to hear. Uh, Alicia Keys. Oh yes, I do got some. I do got some Alicia Keys. I, I think I have one cut. Of, oh wait a minute. Uh, yes, I. Oh yeah, and I send this shout out there to you. Let me see. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, let's see. I, I can send this one out to you. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and take a short break. We're, I'm gonna go ahead and represent. You stay right there, Ken. You stay right here. And uh, this is this is your Long Beach, California, Long Beach, California, your community connection internet radio station, Gina's Groove Theory, broadcasting live here in Long Beach with my good friends. This episode is episode one of Who's Watching Over the Shepherd. Uh, this is in dedication to our vets out there. We're going to try to make some differences. You guys mean a great deal to us. Much love out there to all of you guys. You guys are brave, courageous, and uh, maybe you can le- we can learn from you guys how to be tough. It is now one minute after the hour. This is Gina's Groove Theory, and here it, here it goes for you, Ken. This is My Boo by Alicia Keys, Beyonce. Hold on. Here you go on Gina's Groove Theory.
Hey, everybody, we're back with Gina's Groove Theory. That was the other version of my boo. I thought it was the one version, but that was uh, Ursher, actually, with uh, Alicia Keys. I'm going to send this shout-out. I found something. I was like, what could I play for my uh, my service people out there, my service men and women out there representing for America and representing for all of us, uh, all of us citizens out here. Uh, and I found something just right on time. It is five minutes after the hour. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting here out of Long Beach, California. And you're with Gina, and you're on the theory. Grooving. Here it goes. This shouts out there to all of you guys. All you guys serving this country, guys and girls serving this country. Much love to you guys. And what what do we need, you guys? We all need soldiers, and we got them out there. So we're gonna get send some praise and some uh, some thanks to them. Uh, on this, uh, what, it's May 1st, actually, four days until Cinco de Mayo, people out there. <laughs> so you guys uh, get ready for uh, the holiday. So we're going to do some uh, do some interesting things. Maybe we'll have a, a special uh, Cinco de Mayo show and see what we can represent for our people out there, our, our brown folk out there. Here we go. This is Jenna's Group Theory. This is Soldier by Beyonce featuring Lil Wayne. Check it on the Group Theory. <laughs> Where you got it, I'm the hottest around there. Know it when they see you rolling them polars around it. With the top down, feeling the sound, quaking and vibrating your thighs, riding harder than guys with the chrome wheels. It's the bottom white leather inside. When the lanes be spitting at you, tell them don't even try it. Shoot it with Shell and kick it with Kelly or Holly B. You gotta be G's, you way out of your league. We like them boys that be in them like cleaning, cleaning. Open them up, they grill, blaming.
is an army. I'm walking with purple hearts on me. You're talking to the sergeant. Body marked up like the subway in Harlem. Call him. We the F baby. Please say the baby. If you don't see me on the block, I ain't trying to hide. I blend in with the hood. I'm camouflage. Bandana tied. So mommy join my troop. Now every time she hear my name, she salute. Everybody, we're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 11 minutes after the hour. Broadcasting here at KXRW, your community connection internet radio station uh, here in Long Beach, California. I want to send this uh, dedication out as well uh, to all of you guys out there who are listening. You know, tell your family, tell your friends. Uh, you don't have to actually be a person in the military. Oh, check out my, my, my page, my Facebook page for, for vets, for vets and their families, friends. Uh, and uh, people who are working within it to get out there and uh, answer some questions and uh, touch on some subjects. I'm going to be posting some questions and uh, as well as I invite all of you guys. So it's actually www.facebook.com, the the Shepherd's Pasture. That's once again, that's www.facebook.com, the Shepherd's Pasture. And as well, you guys, check me out on LinkedIn and uh, my Twitter as well, too. Uh, on LinkedIn, there's a discussion. So. And as well, I'm down with the Google Plus, you guys. So go out there. There are I'm I'm in all kinds of vet, vet groups. There are vet groups out there on your Google. So if you guys are with Google, you got G uh, what Gmail. You got Gmail. That's Google people. Go out there and check out uh, all those uh, uh, those uh, groups out there who are in support of our vets. Uh, I mean, there. I mean, it's, it's it's astounding how many 
groups are out there. So I send much love out there to you guys, too, for representing. And also to my LinkedIn connections who uh, work with the VA and work with vets, you know, and that, and, and their 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 input to this is very important to us as well. So I'm going to send a shout-out. This is uh, Love is in Need of Love Today by Stevie Wonder, you guys. They do need our love and our support. So here it is. Here it goes. This is Stevie Wonder on the Groove Theory. Good morning, evening, friend. Here's your friendly announcer. I have serious news. your joy and
This is your Back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 20 after the hour. That was Stevie Wonder. Let's go ahead and check back in with Ken out there in Connecticut. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I, just had an, I just had an idea, you know, how, how my mind works. My mind works so mysteriously. Hey, Ken, we're back on, on Gina's Groove Theory. I'd like to wel- welcome you back. I'm still here. Okay. You're yeah. on your show. Thank you. I'm enjoying you. I'm enjoying everybody out there. I, I, you know, my mind works so, you know, so uh, sporadically. <laughs> you, you know, I'm very sporadic with that, my, my mind and my, my thinking and stuff like that. Uh, uh, this is a, actually, actually, this is going to be the first of a series of, of shows uh, about our vets out there. We're going to try to, you know, uh, there is some, you may mention to me, uh, Ken, about the service and uh, service-connected and non-connected uh, benefits for a vet. Uh, could you kind of, like, uh, fill me in on that? Because I was speaking to Miss Margaret, and she was saying that they said she has to do some type of uh, uh, evaluation or something to see how much she's service-connected. And I know, you know, I told you about my mentor Cherokee as well. You know, uh, they're having difficulties, uh, you know, getting services, getting, uh, you know, uh, approved of things like that. So can you kind of fill me in on the the service, non-service, and service-connected, uh, you know, benefits for our vet. Well, just to run it down real quick for those that might not uh, understand what that might be, there is uh, things that happen to you, physical ailments or body injuries or things of that nature, hearing, you know, you know, your your legs, your ankles, your knees, or you fell, you hurt yourself, you got injured. These things are like that are considered to be uh, service-connected. Now, there's also a lot of people don't realize non-service-related things that are byproducts from being in the military. Say you didn't have documented uh, illness in the military, but you can go back and show that it's service-related to your service being in the service. For instance, say a welder in the Navy, say, you know, he comes out, but he was discharged with good health and everything, 
down the road he might develop a COPT or emphysema or something. Well, he's got to prove. Now, that's where it gets tricky. you got to prove that from what you were doing caused lung ailments, maybe welding or something. The eyes might have a eye problem. These are things that you would have to prove. And it's really difficult to prove sometime, and you have to really, you know, you're going to get denied and turned down and things. So, you know, you're going to have to use DAV. A DAV represents the right to a claim. They said, I'm going to do it. Don't try to write a claim yourself because they, they really go about the wording of it. And the bad part is they'll take and look in the book if you tell them you, you know, you had this type of ailment, say your eyes are bad right now or something. They wouldn't go back and look at your file and say, well, you know, this person was a welder or something in the Navy, and this is, you know, this is a byproduct of something that happened. And, uh, you know, non service pensions are, are a little bit difficult to get. They're really difficult to get, you know, so definitely a lot of red tape. Now, also, it takes a long time when you file a service collector claim as well because you have to have your doctors do the documentation. It's a it's a long, drawn-out process. And, once again, it's another struggle that veterans are going through to, to you know, fight for something that, you know, they were in the government. They consider property of the government. So, you know, they're, they're supposed to be taking care of you when you get out, you know, on things like that. And that's the hard part, you know, so... I know a lot of guys today they're struggling, you know, just to get those things and those pensions and uh, service connected things set up. And then also there's a rating that you can get rated on up to like thirty percent to you know, forty, fifty and things of that nature. And it's 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 a struggle to do that. It it really is. Uh you know, we'll we'll go into that one maybe on the next segment where we can break out some down some of the things and some of the contacts and things we need to make on those things. And uh I encourage you. When I say that was in the military, you know, you know, even if you just put in for a non-service connected pension or a percentage, you know, you'd be surprised what people are getting them for these days. And you hear people say, you know, like the, you know, I think it was Brian was saying that everything went smooth for him. But you know, on the same token, again, it's like some people get approved right off the top, and some people have to go through the appeal process five or six times and. That's what we need to look at as, you know, that's an area that needs to be looked at. It really does. And they're really tight with with uh, handing that type of money out and stuff like that. But it's, it's, it's a struggle, like I say. Hi, I'm here. Can you hear me? I'm, can we you hear me? We have an audio problem, but I can hear you somewhat. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, t- I told you that blog talk, they're having uh, problems with their system. I'm today. <laughs> uh, like I said, God is so awesome and good, right? That uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and share. Yes, I'm going I'm to share what was handed to me when I walked in the shades of Africa. And it seems like Renee is always there to <laughs> hand you know, that's really uh, helpful. Oh, wait a minute. I do see I have a caller out there. So go ahead and say hello to our caller. Let's go ahead and touch in. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's uh, this? Is Gina Scruthier? Who's out there? Can you hear me? Hello. 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 Hi. Yes. Hi. You're on with Gina Scruthier. Yeah, Can you hear me? You were talking to them. No, I was talking to you. You're the caller. You called in. Say hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi. <laughs> You're like, hello. Hey, My name is hey. I'm a disabled American veteran out of Vietnam. 
I keep hearing people talk about how tough things are to get the money that you deserve. Who's holding the money? Who stops you? There's supposed to be people in the day that are supposed to help you to get your stuff that belongs to you. I've been out of service almost 40 years now. I've lived on a peace for dang near 15 years. And then I spent another 15 years and four months helping other people get out of the street. And now it looks like I'm about ready to hit the street. Because somebody was holding my money. I was 100% at one time. When they cut me down to 50%, I finally got a job. I only seen one thing to fit my life. This is homeless, mentally ill people. And I went to that job, and I did that job 15 years, four months. I have to hold out of hope. Why is people holding my money? Well, I think I get what I deserve. I'm, I'm supposed to be retired. You know what I'm getting? I'm employment. My rent's $1,175 a month. Now I've got a roommate, roommate here with me after like, dang, almost 20 years. I've got to have people help me with that. And most of those people are not the people that I help. You know, I understand that. People have, you know, they have, that's not what I did it for. What I did it for was my God, a monster, and my creator gave me a job that I could do it. I could do it really well. And I've done that. Nobody would ever, ever, never deny that. But now that I, I can't get it. That's so wrong. Wrong. Who can deny me what owes to me? Please help me if you get a question or an answer. I'd love to hear it. Sir, sir, <laughs> well, sir, well, sir you might well, as well ask you a quick, quick question. Yeah. Now, you were in the Vietnam oh, era. You, you did. You, you you were in Vietnam, and you did a tour in Vietnam, correct? Yes, two and a half. Yes. Okay. Now, did you now you know the Vietnam era? It's it's a lot of monies out there for that. And uh, it involves. Did you have any type of injury or anything like that, or any Agent Orange or any of that stuff? No, no, no. There's nothing. No, no. I'm a country boy from North Carolina. I had no idea what was going to be happening over there. I had no idea. And I went. I was 19. So you had no health, you know, you had no health issues or anything like that, right? No, no, none whatsoever. But but you're having health issues right now, right? I've been having health issues for the last forty years. They treat me at the VA hospital for schizophrenia, but they broke my one hundred percent down to fifty percent. And this has been like dang near fifteen years ago. Some doctor coming mm-hmm. in and go, this guy don't deserve this much money. And I think he got a cut. Just by cutting down and hurting the better. That's what I think. Cause I don't know why this happened. Now today, mm. I'm in my house and I'm trying. I'm trying to buy from month to month. I can't even get food. I'm still. Oh, still uh, 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 no. You, you know you can. You, you know you I'll can appeal ahead. that and up. You can appeal that and upgrade your claim, right? You know that, right? Well, you know, I'm working on that with my doctor, but I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting. Um, Mixed message about what you guys are saying. Who do you go to to get the DAV? My doctor? Who? How DAV. You, you, you go to DAV, and that representative, that representative is going to advocate for you. 
DMV has a that they they know how to do the application for you. That's what I would tell you to do. I would I would go to DAV first thing in the morning and sit down and explain your situation. Okay. Go to- my my application is being there for hold, hold years. On, hold on, hold on. Hello. Okay. Hey, hold on. We're having a little. We're having a location with okay. the. Uh, their uh, blog talk has actually had problems with their audio for the host, so just bear with me, because okay, we're really gonna do this show. This is. Uh, act- Did you want to represent for who you are? You are. If not, you know we we do have our we have our callers that just call in. Yeah. Yeah. You talking to me? Talking to you. Did you want to represent who I am? Did you want to? Did you? Yeah. Did you want to say your name? Yes. My name is Cherokee Morrison. I'm got. Okay. Thank you. You came into the program a while back, and I represent. I ain't never gave up. Well, well, I like to look at why. Well, I was. It's to that point. Thank you for showing up, Ken. That's Cherokee. That's who you're talking to. And on on the flip side of that, too, you know, even after they don't need life is not hard enough. If life is not hard enough. Say hello. They're, yeah, I, they're, want, they're, I, I want uh, Cherokee. Go ahead. Uh, 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 Cherokee, I, I, I want to talk to you some more about this tomorrow so we can sit down and go over this and so we can get you over to DA, DAV to get somebody. Listen, listen. Get my phone. Get it. You call me in the chat. I need all the help I can get. Yeah, yeah. We need to get you over to DAV so you can you can so you can appeal that claim and and, and get it. Uh, you can get it upgraded and changed as well. Right. 
that's right. Mr. Morrison, you deserve it more than anybody deserves it that I know. So, you know, we're going to make that happen. And also, I think it's Blog Talk having a, having a issue. You right there, and uh, anything else you need to say, you let me know. Okay. Yeah, Ken, uh, I mean, really, you know, you are just, you're just uh, an inspiration to you know me and you. I mean, even even though you moved back home to your hometown, and you know you still doing what you do, and uh, you know sharing it with other people. You, you just you know I get, get on the riverbed, but maybe when you come back, we'll no. be able to get on the riverbed because no, we always no, we, we're, we're gonna we're, you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shake the right tree for sure, Key. Uh, just the right tree haven't been shook, and we're gonna uh, ruffle some feathers. And you do that by, like I said, yeah. you, you know. You, you, remember I told you about it's it's not the email that you write it's who you CC who you know and there's people that that look at that that's what people are concerned about and like I say congressmen of that district and things like that and uh, they can get things started like that you know uh, I was saying it was just like what Mr. Wilco says he says that the uh, the president is the, the commander in chief uh, uh, you may mention that I mean now don't be out here and I'll find a way to write him, and I will write him. You know, I'm a writer by nature. Yeah, we're going to we're going <laughs> to do all, all that. that. So, uh, I, I, you know, I mean, I've never done that. I've written everybody else. <laughs> I don't think it's nobody out there that you know could I could have thought to ask for some help. Uh, I'll just take I'm that. so I'm so glad Cherokee called so we can get that going. I really do. We got to get that rolling. That's 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 well over. That's, that's too that's, far over. That's too long, well, long that, that is, for him. Yes, too too long. And, uh, you, you know, what he saved is too many lives. Uh, he saved too many of our lives and mine, too. So, you know, that we're going to make some things happen. You know what? I'm, I'm We create a – well, I do have to put – you did check out my Facebook page for for vets and vet families. And, uh, I mean, you you know, you got a lot of – why don't you share uh, – uh, you know, dig down and, and share some things, you know, with the folks out there, you know, and because uh, so, you, you have so much. Share, share something, uh, unless you want me to pull something out of my head to ask you, because, you know, I got I know a great deal, because I've been out here talking about all this money that we're paying into negative rehabilitation. I mean, you know, it, it's, just, it's, it's just, let me let me go ahead and represent for what I was handed, because I know I got sidetracked, because when Cherokee got so we got we gotta drop it for a minute. So let me share let me share you what I was handed today. Okay, everybody. Uh yes, this is a Veterans Unite. It's having a rally on Wednesday, May first. I was handed this today a little while ago before I did the show. Uh two thousand thirteen at nine thirty. That's my campus. Represent for my classmates, but anybody doing any wrong ain't your friend. T C C campus. Uh, at 1305 East, the was established for providing job skills for returning GIs from the war and for low-income people in Long Beach, the people living in Long Beach, providing vocational education as well-paying jobs. Between 2002 and 2008, Lakewood and Avalon, Approved Measure E bond, six hundred and twenty million dollars to make 
for more efficient skill training, spending tens of millions of tax dollars on new buildings, equipment, and tools. It's just down to me, too. They just start doing so. Oh, however, the current LBCC Board of Trustees, elected and entrusted by they hired an unqualified, incompetent person to the president of LBCC. Themselves, instead of being a Enron-style administration to waste huge sums of taxpayers' money, turning this educational institution millions and millions of dollars dollars are being on impartial. And this is located at Coyote's Diagonal. Long-term lease of luxurious part and feet. Only study of and it's accident Oakley with the trustees are closed. Is that what the taxpayer approved tens of millions of dollars to be stepped up? This will turn into another beyond a shadow of doubt that he is not an educator. He is not qualified to run a community college. Our fight to remove the lightest group of politicians which aid the community. And I was handed this right Stepped on into Shades Africa, and I was handed that. Uh, I, it was too late for me to be there, but I will investigate. Of course. Uh, much love out there. You know, I can reach. You know, I think really advertised for this uh, show, and that was kind of unexpected. Uh, maybe uh, when in my next break, I'll just go and touch some of my LB. I got a lot of LB. Uh, I got some professors too on my on my Facebook, so I'll just go ahead and touch them and see if they can slide on in. I got 18 minutes before we go into brief recording, so um, I'll do it. I get some of them out here to speak on that. Uh, you know what? That's just one of many things where money's just being spent on things that don't make a fucking difference. <laughs> Pardon me. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, it's a lot of you. I mean, just all the monopoly of the car dealers, everything. It's like they're robbing everybody. As far as vets are concerned, I don't feel that they should have to go through anything else. I don't care if they did battle or if they didn't do battle. They could have did battle. Just the thought that you guys went in to do what you did is just enough to say what you deserve without having any complications. You are something, you know. Uh, we need to to, to really like how you. Yeah, I do. I write notes down. I don't if I have a pen and piece of paper, and uh, you know, you give me a lot of a uh, lot of insight. Uh, you know, for the guy for the who may have uh, issues, uh, I think you should probably uh, address that that issue. Uh, while being in service, how important it is your physical and psychological issues. Can you uh, speak to people about how serious that is? 
Uh, are you there? Oh, I hope yes. I didn't did I lose. Oh, yeah. Could you you just hear me? You yeah. could you stand up? Yeah, you're cutting uh, in and out really. I bad. mean, even if you get up, boo boo. Are you? Am I? Wow, that is something else. Well, you need to check in, blog in, and see what's going on with that. Just hang there, and I'll go ahead and play something. I'm gonna touch some of them Long Beach, some of my Long Beach students. Uh, you know, I go to the PC campus, so you know that's where that's where. And to be honest with you, they just start doing. Uh, <laughs> they are cut up, man. You know, out there to all of you. Okay, let's say this. Corporate world as well as everybody. You know, if you know what's going on and the shady behavior is going on, you know what? You know, see, what you do and you might come out and watch. You might not come out and watch, but just keep in mind that there's somebody above all of us who's watching. And, you know, uh, you should do the right thing and stop all these little side deals and cut corners and, you know, uh, meeting in the bathrooms and you know, uh, drug deals. <laughs> you can pretty much call them drug deals or what? I mean, snatch my purse. You know, I mean, I prefer. I, I have more respect for a person that just snatch my purse and run than someone who I'm looking at who's supposed to be protecting. You know, who make sure things about everything money in their pockets and you know the hell with the rest of everybody. You know, then I'm I'm just very disappointed that I'm disappointed. You know, that goes. You know. We don't have to worry too much about uh, Oprah and all them. You know, I don't think no entertainer should come out and do anything unless they really want to. And that goes for Beyonce. And, uh, nobody, I mean, well, maybe if they did, maybe if they helped, but we don't really need the money or that. We need the politicians. We need them to, you know, do the right thing and invest some of their money, some of the monies that they got in their pocket that didn't belong in their pocket. Right thing now. If you say, "Damn, I wasn't, I didn't get caught." Well, you know what? You better start doing it now. Better turn it around. You know all that cricket dealing and will and all the money that's going into the prison system to lock away people. You know, you were paying you to to hold to babysit people for us. We have men and women who are fighting this country, and we're paying for you know you to. Just constantly break us dry of all the even You know, people right here on the streets are becoming homeless. You're making us homeless. Which are willing and dealing. Are you popular? You make mouth. Somebody somebody's life. You're taking somebody's home. You're taking somebody's home world. Well you putting that you know, I don't have to go to God on y'all get on my knees. <laughs> and, and ask for the, for your demise. The rest of the shot me fat cat money in in these for the people protecting and serving. You know we pay for everything. Pay for all of your. Uh, you know what, what people should start thinking. Like I said the other day, smoke screens and you know all that. Uh, you know, for us, we don't need to uh, be around us. We need to be directed about what we want. It's just a community, a city. We need to be, I mean, what, what the hell are we going through all this for? Just ban what we want. Yeah, I mean, hey, or uh, just say, hey, it, it, we got to find a way because 
and uh, in, in our communities, for one, we can start something in our community first, if that's what if that's what it calls for, and then after that, we just demand what we need. So we need to get some action going. So we need to start some something going on in this community. That's why I'm out here. That's why I, that's why I do this show. You know, that's why I'm here because I know we can do it. I, you know, it's not a color thing. It's not a. It's not even. It's not even really a. You know, like I said, I can tell everybody like it is. You know, you can turn. You can turn. A eye, a blind eye to what you see going on, and think that you're going to coexist with the ones who have done the dirt. You won't. Sooner or later, when we're all gone, you're next. Don't ever think that you're above it, because you never are. That's what I say to everybody out there who think they're on top, and they think that they don't have to. They don't have to go through any extra. You know, that's that's to you guys. You you know, it's only a mirage, and that's what it is. Because once everybody that's gone that doesn't have anything and they didn't broke us, if if we if we don't fight, we, this is where we'll be. We'll be broke broke down. But if in fact that we they do get the opportunity, if God allows it, which I don't really believe so, the case is I'm just throwing that out there to tell you how serious it is. If it does happen, you better believe all the people with the money in their neck, and it doesn't take nothing but a push of a button to wipe you dry of all your billions. <laughs> Because when it, when they done took all the money from us and then they, there's the take, you think they're gonna stop there? They haven't stopped all these hundreds. <laughs> they're not gonna. It goes from that to the next person. Feel me? Trust me? Trust and believe? That's that's real words. That's from Gina's Groove Theory. I'm saying that out here. It is now 48 after 48 minutes after the hour. That's some real talk. This is your KXRW. Your Community Connection Internet Radio Station broadcasting here out of Long Beach, California. We're down to 10 minutes left of this, this second hour. You know, we got that last hour, so I want you guys to hang tight. Uh, hang tight for this show. Uh, I'm going to share with you guys uh, something that I had shared with uh, on, on uh, LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, I still got my people out there. Ken, he's having a little bit of audio trouble. And I'm getting a little dry mouth, too. So I'm, I'm going to take a little break after I share with you guys. Uh, Something I shared in LinkedIn, you know. But I, I just want to speak on this this particular thing. You know, the bottom line is, you know, a lot of monies are being wasted. It's it's, just, it's rampant amongst everything, every city, every state. You know, I mean, where is it in in this <laughs> if this country, our beloved country, uh, loves us so much, then it'll start doing what we want it to do. Until it starts doing that. It doesn't love us. You know, the Constitution and what it says, we the people, by the people, you know, and all that extra, that ain't what y'all showing and displaying. And to you politicians out there who you represent for us and our communities and all that extra, well, why don't you put some of your money down? Because, you know, half that, let's say, let's keep it 100, majority of that money in your pocket that, that feeds you and your family doesn't even belong to you because you're not doing shit. Keeping it real, you're not doing shit. You're talking, but you're not doing nothing. That goes to all of you guys. If you guys want to be on TV, see, it ain't about being no personality person and all that. I ain't about fame and all that. That's why I fund this radio station on my own, so I can be independent and say what I want to say, do what I want to do. No disrespect. I love this country, but I, that, this country doesn't love me. This country walks all over me. It charges me extra fees. It takes away from me. It makes me pay money. And it makes me have to pay taxes that are going into people's pockets. I, we are paying for people. We're paying for babysitters. You know, just the prison the prison situation, send a shout-out. 
Yeah, I will write our president, and yeah, I will write him tonight, and I will write it, and I will send it to him. And well, Frank will go in love and respect for him. They already sent a letter, maybe like two, three months ago. Uh, I'm gonna ask him to form me that letter. It's about you rats out there, actually. Uh, well, I can go ahead and drop it too. He informed me that the two of the policy writers for our president. Uh, this is what he says. You guys do the check, do the research. Don't take my word for it. Don't take his word for it. You do the research. Um, that two of his writers who wrote his policies for him to get into office are now angry because he made a promise. He made a promise to them to do right by you vets. They said he hasn't he hasn't followed through. He didn't got uh, what, elected twice. He hasn't followed through on his promise. So with that, they prepared a letter a few months ago. It was delivered by Frank Fuko. <clears throat> I'll get the actually I'll get the episode. I'll try to make sure I can find the episode and I'll send it to you. I'll post it to Facebook so you guys can you know hear it. They sent a letter and, and it, it, some other people along with uh, with those two writers of his policy. Uh, they're requesting that he do something now, or and I do believe they said a year and a half they're giving him to make good on this uh, whatever he's supposed to do. So uh, if in fact like Mister. Uh, Wuko says, that, or he is commander-in-chief, well, you know, we need to take it to him then. I mean, because really the little the little men, the little men who are really becoming the big fat cat-ass men are just pocketing money anyway. They don't really care much about anything because if they did, they would be doing something out of their own pockets. How many politicians are out there that got the heart to put their own money down on something? You know, why don't you, you know, not feed your family you know, a, a lunch or breakfast or don't buy no Captain Crunch for that day for your kids. See how I feel. Or, you know, have to deny your kids the right to go to college because you don't have the money. Or, better yet, that you have to be looking forward to living on the streets and being homeless. Try for a day. And that out there to all you people that did that sit out, like I said, I'm going to say this again, even though I had a, one in my, couple in my, in my show last year when I first started doing it on my own. <laughs> I had a couple of them sitting here, and they they, they clarified uh, what it was all about. The whole uh, what is it? Uh, what was it? The uh, standout uh, against the banks for you know against the banks for uh, what what was it? Uh, the loan modifications and all that extra. You know, soon, soon as soon as they spoke, I, I listened because I listened to a lot of things. But let me tell you something. But one thing about dealing with homeless people, and one thing about being homeless, being out there with your children, and working with people out there who are homeless, who are more prideful and have much more respect than our politicians. One thing about it, it's not a game. It's not funny, and it's not good for me to see. It's not good for anybody to see. It's not good for you to live. You know, how many times, how long are we going to just keep on letting everybody fill their pockets while we're walking over our people on the streets? It doesn't make any damn good sense. And out to the cover-ups, to the drugs, up down the skid row, and all that extra down there. Let me tell you guys something. You guys are keeping that going. So you, let's say, let's say the, 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 the people out there to protect and serve, y'all need to cut y'all shit out too. Because, you know, ain't nobody stupid. You know, everybody wants to keep everybody where they are. That's why I, I, I appeal to all my, my audience, my listeners, my friends on Facebook. My, I appeal to all of you guys, seriously, let's get together and do something. You know, we don't have to, we can't, we don't know how immediate we can make these politicians do anything. But, you know, we can take a stand. And I don't mean sitting out in no parks and playing homeless. That ain't getting us nowhere, okay? You know, I, I, I'm kind of almost, now I'm a little bit more offended 
about that because it's like, you know what? It's not a game. What what should have been done if I were to organize it. Now, if you guys really want to organize some stuff and y'all don't want to smoke screen some bullshit and, you know, just be on TV and the news, well, give me a call because, you know what, I got a perfect plan, a perfect idea. You want to get back at the banks? Well, homeless ain't the way to do it. There's only one way to do it, people. Get them in the pockets. We all walk up in there at the same time. I don't give a damn what world, what end of the world we on. If you're in China, David, 24 hours before that, you make sure you go into your, your, your bank branch. And if you got more than one bank branch, Whatever. I'm talking about the same time all over the world. You want to get your money. If it's nighttime, okay, well, you have to do it the day before. And everybody's sitting there waiting for your money. All your money. You say you want it all. Every nickel. You want CDs, all that. Actually, a maturity, oh, don't even worry about it. Iris, don't even worry about it. You take the hit. Take the hit now before you take the hit later. Because you look at it like this. While you got it, go in there and get it. Because it really is not there. With the gold going up and all that extra, and, and also, too, all that turning the eye to what's going on in other countries because we're not there. You know, don't never think that what goes on over there can't happen over there, over here. It's not, it's happening now. We're going to talk about some, we're going to talk about some, let's say, uh, overspending of some money. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, I, I didn't have to be homeless when I was. You know, let's start demanding that we get our, our everything get taken care of. Let's get together first. Got to do that, and then we go and we ask. You know, you can play all that game you want to. Like I said, you ain't you're not them. So if you're not rolling like them, and if you're not a part of the clique, you know, you, your your ass is next. You know, it's just this how how closer they can get you to poverty. This is Jenna's group theory. I'm gonna go ahead and take it out on that. You guys remain there. Don't log off. Don't hang up. <sighs> just remain there. Simply because if you get logged off at this next minute or after this next two minutes, then you won't be able to get logged back in. So stay where you are. This is Genesis Group Theory. This is your KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station, broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. Thank you guys for, for being there and showing up. Uh, anybody out there listening on the internet, thank you too as well. Much appreciation. But you guys always get a pen and a piece of paper. A pen, piece of paper, out. This last hour, I'm going to take you in some places, and we're going to try to tell you some things that can help you and help us help each other. This is your Groove Theory, signing out 57 minutes after the hour. I'll see you back after the hour, you guys. Think about it. Get your pen and paper ready.
Something beautiful inside of me. Oh yeah. Something wonderful inside of me. Oh yeah. Something beautiful inside of me. Oh yeah. Something wonderful inside of me. Everybody, you're back with Gina's Groove Theory, and you're live back with Gina's Groove Theory. This is your KXRW, uh, your uh, community connection internet radio station. I had to kind of come off that one. I get a little heated sometimes, but, you know, it's just, what do you say? What do you say? I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, I did find, I did find something uh, that was much more suitable. Oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and. Hey, you know, get, get, let's get ourselves back into a, you know, a, a grooving kind of uh, shake it off a minute because I kind of did get a little upset. So uh, simply because you know I'm, I'm knowing it and I'm living it, I'm I'm going through it. So the bottom line is like you know I'm just sick and tired of you know people just taking advantage of you know people who make things happen, you know, uh, who are trying to out survive out here. You know, what I mean. Uh, and hey, I, I I don't have as much as some do, but the case is what I have, I try to share with others because hey, someone shared theirs with me. I do see you out there. I'm gonna touch you two and two. It's like uh, you know, I I mean it, it angers me so because of of course you know I I I found out some things uh, yesterday when I went into the social security office too, and you know it's kind of. I got done with that too, so I was like, "Wow, are you serious?" <laughs> just you know, just do people. I mean, it's like, "Oh well, you didn't know." Well, you know what? All you guys that know me, 
uh, you in the neck about that, <laughs> you know. Oh, well, I'm explicit anyways. Yeah, fuck you in the neck. The bottom line is this. Uh, you How are you going to tell me I didn't know something so that marks against me and so I don't have another shot at trying to get what's rightfully earned to me? I'm like Cherokee on that one. <laughs> Hell with that. I mean, so I didn't know. So nobody didn't tell me. No, you didn't have to follow me. No, you didn't have to chase me. You know, so what? You didn't have to go homeless when I went homeless with my family to tell me that I was earned benefits. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Bottom line, you didn't have to tell me that. You know, but you know what is the right thing to do. But since you didn't tell me and I didn't know, well, well who, who's right or who's wrong? You know, it's my money, right? I earned it. I work for it, right? Okay, there we go. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and bump this on Gina's Groove Theory. This is new in the studio because I'm kind of laughing on that end. Uh, you guys, you guys hang out there with me. This is your KX. Oh, time check. It's four minutes after the hour. This last hour is going to be uh, time to reflect. I want you guys out there to log in that can say hello and talk. I want you guys to represent too as well. You know, go ahead and give your piece to it. I'm going to gather some things. You know, I'm going to take you. This is actually Charlie. Charlie, first time I got Charlie Wilson up in the uh, in the studio, I done put him up in here. And you know Charlie, you know, formerly of the Gap Band, of course, you know, lead singer of the Gap Band, right? And uh, he's a hot. And then after that, I'm going to play something up, you know, because I got to I gotta make the end of this show. I'm going to have to talk you guys out because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm dead serious. So many issues of just, you know, laundering money, just laundering our money and just, you know, and giving us, uh, giving us the what for, telling us what we're going to. Well, I'm going to take your money, and I'm going to do what I want with it. <laughs> and you can't do anything about it. No, that, that that is to stop. And also, too, while we guys are out here spending all that money on all those fancy clothes, and shout out there to uh, Foot Locker folks and the Nike geared up and suited and booted, all that extra, where that money going? It ain't going into your bank. <laughs> it ain't going into your company. So you better think about that, too. And also, too, on a note on why I, we can't trust them there. I can't trust no one. I don't know. I can't trust. Well, we can trust each other to smoke dope together, and we can trust each other to party and riot when there's some rioting going on with Rodney King. You know, we want some justice. We feel some justice ain't been served. If we can do, if we can, if we can get together to do bad shit and negative shit, why can't we get together to do some positive shit? Now, come on, y'all cut the book. <laughs> like I said, that's just like the whole thing about you know, and Brian, he's saying laughing. That's the whole thing about you know the folks talk about you know it's me. me you know, Michigan taking all the jobs. Everybody ever heard say that shit? Never is looking. <laughs> like what? Uh, are you serious? They taking they taking your well. Where you gonna go look for it so they can take it? <laughs> but they're not taking nothing if you're not there. <laughs> That's the bottom line. That's Jenny's group there. Here's "Must Have Heard" by Charlie Wilson. Oh God, sub it up. Uh, it's six after the hour. Kick it. This is Jenny's group there. You guys should like this. Once again, boosh. Get ready.
Hug on tight, get close. <laughs> Peace.
Everybody, we're back with Gina's Groove Theory. I'm <laughs> just having a little chuckle behind the scenes. It is now 21 minutes after the hour. This is your Gina's Groove Theory, your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station, broadcasting here in LBC, you guys. Yeah, that's pretty much shocking uh, information about and everything. So let me go ahead and speak on that. For shame, for shame on you. And President Oakley, come on. I know you weren't in that, were you? Because you've been president since I've been in. Like, wow, you are like that? You got to do, oh, come on. You know, so let's look at it. $620 million for a parking lot. Let's see. Wow. And then you have the nerve to withhold financial aid for your little issues. You know, for, oh, well, you have this and that and that and this. Well, who's watching and overseeing what you do bad besides Santa Claus? And Santa Claus don't tell nobody. He sent it back to you when he don't when he don't show up at your house on Christmas. You, you, we, he, he already knew you've been bad. But I'm like, who's telling on you? And who's punishing you for pocketing money that don't belong to you? Slap your hand. Slap all your hands. So that's on the city level, people. This is good. State level, federal level, every level, global level. Everybody's getting worked. Uh, and the ones doing the working are getting fatter and fatter and fatter. If you notice, no, the the current uh, issue with obesity has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with uh, McDonald's and uh, fast food. It's more than fat-ass paychecks y'all got that y'all ain't working for, really, and you're just eating and shoving just like you do it. You're just shoving it all in your mouth and just taking it all, and that's what you're doing. That's what the old current obesity will be from, probably from all the fat packets of all the politicians who's claiming to protect us. 
and, and speak for us and represent for us and all that extra. Those same ones. And oh, oh, just to the new election, to, to the elections that are going down next May here in L.A., well, uh, you know, I got a lot of politicians on my team, too. Yes, I want you guys to represent all my politicians on LinkedIn. You know, I'm going to go ahead and start touching with all of them and see what you know, see what's really going on. You know, I did have one uh, council member here on the show, Mr. Neil, Stephen Neal, out of Long Beach. Uh, now, and say this, because I did. I touched a few, so I'm going to have to go check out and see what they touched. Did they touch me back? Because I did touch on all the Long Beach uh, city officials, too, to see you know, where they stand and what help, you know, they would they would bring. And uh, as well as a press program, and I'm touching on some serious people, and I'm, I'm trying to get some things done because there's so many wrongs out there. You know, I mean, too bad I don't have that Jerry Butler up in here. If loving the treasure is wrong, I don't want to be right because it ain't making no, no, no good sense. You know, this it's just ridiculous. And who is being accountable for all of this? I mean, you know what? You know what really impressed me? When I went back to North Carolina, what really impressed me was I went into the Jehovah Witness, uh, the the hall, the Jehovah Witness Hall, Kingdom Hall, yeah. And what really impressed me so about this particular Kingdom Hall, and I had to say, if they could do it, anybody can. Uh, what impressed me was they had a wall specifically for uh, reports. Of their budget, of all the money they take in, and money spent, money collected, money donated, and I thought that was such, you know, shout out there to them. I thought that was very nice too, because um, I thought they really have to do that, but they do. And I'm like, saying, okay, well, and then I had to reflect on when I had a job and I worked as a supervisor and how we had reports of all the the daily uh, ins and outs, the firings, the hirings, and all that extra, and we had that every day. Now, if this 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 Big our, our country, who is so technically inclined, can you know watch us and spy on us in our houses with satellite and all that extra, you know, uh, red ultra ray beams and shit. You know, if y'all can do that, then I'm quite sure y'all can get together and scoop together to print out of some reports of what the monies are going to and what they're spending on. I mean, detail by detail. Now we can start with that right there. See, I'm a firm believer that if you tell on yourself then I can trust to believe something else that comes out your mouth. Now, now, I ain't saying tell what somebody else did. I'm not saying, oh, well, he, Congressman, he, I don't, I'm talking, what you do? Come on, fess up. <laughs> tell what it is you do. I, I, I trust to believe this. This is this is a true feeling of mine. If I tell on myself, and I do, people, I tell on myself. If I tell on myself or to someone, trust and believe that you know, I mean, I'm telling you the truth. I'm closer to the truth than anybody. So if you're telling yourself in the crookedness that you got cracking and that you're not perfect, and I mean, if you can admit your own wrongs and you be accountable and fess up, and I know I can do it. I do it. I, I do it every day. Hey, I am not perfect at all. So if I can do it, then you guys can do it too. I say that to say this. <laughs> all right, come clean and do the right thing too. If you know you're not for the people, and shout out there to my manager, if you're not doing right by the people, if you know you're not doing right by the people, then you know what, well, you need to step your ass on down because, see, really, it's getting real serious. And, you know, you got me on the team. I'm already on the scope. I'm already, the eye is already on me. I'm under the microscope. You know, and, uh, hey, like that, like what like my friend Brent said, he said uh, pretty much that uh, I, you're a, if you weren't a woman, they'd kill you. I said, well, you know what? No weapon formed against me will prosper anyway. It doesn't make a difference. 
I got to do what I know is right. And, you know, one thing about ethical and legal, you know, what is ethical and legal? See, I kind of work with what, you know, legally, I always follow the law. You know, hey, you want to be nowhere else? I always follow the law. But ethically, I take that very seriously because if you have any compassion or if you have any feelings, of, if you're a human being, then, you know, you can't stand by and watch other human beings suffering while you, you know, golf, and, uh, buy prostitutes and all that extra. See, and I think pretty much you guys, you know, if, if we could be all in the Kardashians' house and, you know, we could see how they're living and everything they're doing, I think we should. You know what? You reality TV people out there, let's let's, let's talk. We could say, uh, I, want, this is, I got an idea for you. Now, who's brave out there? Now, I got some very, you know, some entertainers and entertainment people out there who's listening on my Facebook and, uh, and in my LinkedIn. Okay, let's start up a new reality TV show. Now, this is, this is must-see TV. <laughs> this is going to be better than NBC. Let's uh, have some reality TV shows on our politicians. Follow their in and out in their day-to-day. You know, see what they're doing. See what they're going out with. See what plane they're getting on, what bathroom they're getting hit in, whatever the case may be. Let's follow them all day. We pay enough money for it. Come on. It, we just request that. We want to follow you. You know, cause, and I bet you guys, you guys will get off the Kardashians and, and off the uh, Atlanta Georgians and all them, the housewives and all that. Let's get a reality show with the politicians. I know Bill Clinton will be down with it. So what about you? <laughs> what do you think about that, B? That is funny. <laughs> uh, okay, I say let's put it to the test. Okay, let's keep it one hundred, like Randy would say in recognition for my best friend who's going to type me that. Boy, I don't know. I just make all these unfriends. Um, let me get what I'm going to share with you guys. Sir. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Uh, uh so let's say, well, who, who's the politician you uh, might want to? Let's, let's see, who's who's gonna be the bravest stand up person? Say, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Put your put it on, you know. And, and I'm calling y'all out too. Hey, and it, hey, whatever TV crew, y'all can follow me too every day. Okay, I, I, I'll I'll do the I'll be the first guinea pig. You know, I'm always the first guinea pig when it comes to community things. I'll step up first. I'll be the first one. So who's the politician? I don't care what city, what state you're from. We want to follow. We want to live in the life in the day of you. And we want to follow you and see whatever you do. Come on, you ain't got nothing high. You ain't doing nothing. You, you, you're working. So we want to see what you're doing on the job. No, we don't want to see what they're doing with the towing. We already know they're robbing us. We don't want to see parking wars. We don't want to see all that extra. We want to see a day in the life of, uh, well, hell, the president. <laughs> yeah, hey. I mean, anyways, you know, we, we pay we pay for it anyway. Why not? You well, you have privacy? We don't have any. I mean, hey, come on. You have our houses on on the TV, I mean, you can all you gotta do type in your address on the on in Google, and this bit and you see the live shot of where you at. So the bottom line is this, and y'all for real though, for real, try that. Type in your address into Google or whatever your search engine is. Try all of them if it try all of them and see what you see. So if it's like that and we ain't got nothing to hide, why you watching us? We supposed to be watching you, cause you the one got the money. We paying you. You ain't paying us, so we paying you and you watching us. We paying you to watch us. <laughs> Motherfucker. Damn. I just had that revelation. 
Whew, my goodness. That's a damn shame. You know, and, and all this babysitting and, oh, let's see, what what another topic that's so close to me where you guys are wasting, and all this monopolizing things. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like I told you guys, I hope you guys been grabbing your pens and paper and stuff like that and been writing down what I'm saying because I ain't BSing about it. The bottom line, yeah, I know I, I, I had to do the abbreviation on that one. But uh, anyways, um, I'm dead serious. I mean, it. I don't care if he's sitting on fat right now and you thinking like it ain't going to happen to you. Oh, well, I got plenty of money. They're nowhere I'll get to close to being homeless. The property would have happened to me. Yes, because like I say, when a person or anybody is that damn greedy, where they want to allow people to just work for their living and live off of their living and their earnings without them ripping their asses wide open. <laughs> well, once we're done, once they done took, took every penny out of our pockets, which is getting down to the wire on that one. <laughs> Predictions say 2015 is over. And while they're putting other people in place, of the, it's ridiculous, okay? Stuff planting and all that extra stuff. In lieu of um, Dr. Claude Anderson, I just love him to death. But the bottom line is, you know, you have some of uh, some of our pro people. They're just stepping down. You know, I mean, everybody's tired of talking. They say you know, tired of talking to fools. You know, hey, we're not fools. Nobody's a fool. I mean, we just yeah, you're a little leery, a little scared. You don't trust nobody. Whatever the case may be, you don't trust this person. You don't trust that person. Whatever the case may be, the bottom line is, if you can trust to do dirt together, you can trust to do something good. For the society, if not and nothing else, we need to start protesting on all kinds of things. We need to we we need to start protesting about the whole fact that the banks were allowed to be bailed out twice and turn around and they robbed everybody with loan modifications and they got bailed out. Don't you guys know they didn't just get bailed out; they got bailed out and bought. Okay, that's just with the bank situation. Then the car dealers, they got bailed out once; they got bailed out and joined together, so they got bailed out and bought too. You know. Y'all can say whatever you want to about Illuminati and all that extra shit. I don't. I, I am getting a little bit of feedback, but even with that, if a family's running this country, what's wrong with all y'all? Because damn it, I don't think no family should own it unless if if it ain't mine. I don't think nobody should own it. Why should a family own the government? In that case of if that is real talk, the Rockefellers and all that extra, y'all running this because you what you created it? No, you didn't build it. You know, you just wreaking money after, you know, like I said, that free labor shit is just, it's, you know, wow. Free labor, you know, like I said, you can, I can just look at that as, as applied to Mercedes-Benz repair on my vehicle. Uh, labor, or I mean, I have had one in there on the shop, put my car in there, and man, uh, the the part was 169 and the labor was $200. <laughs> so just imagine how, how much money y'all racked up on slaves and indentured slaves, servants. You know, why people lived in the slums and, and worked for jobs and got black lung and all the extra. Why immigrants came over here looking for some freedom and trying to live. And a lot of them lost their lives building this country. You know. How much longer are we going to go for this? It don't get better, people. Like I tell you, if somebody's about to go off, you know, if you know a friend or somebody out there who's about to snap or some shit like that, you just think it's, it's going to go away, don't go away. So if the problem is not going to go away. The bottom line is they want our asses broke. Broke. Busted and disgusted. So they can just walk all over us and shit on the street. You know, and then like I was saying about that whole little, uh, whatever that, uh, what was it called, the standout for the, who, who the hell, <laughs> drinking uh, Starbucks and eating sub, 
Subway sandwiches and all that, you know, delivered and all that extra. Yes, I'm glad. Thank you for feeding my people out there for the time you guys were out there. Come on, people. You didn't hurt nobody. You didn't hurt no big bang. I said that shout out there to Chase. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. Keep mine, y'all. You'll be better trying to get what money that you can get out of your bank accounts anyway, pretty much, I tell you, because they're just living off of your profits. They're living off of your interest on your money. You know, let me tell you something. When a bank, your bank, that you've been with for how many God knows how many years. Oh, and I got another story on that, too. When your bank, this person, this, this close to my heart, when your bank, who you've been with for however long, tells you that they can't, oh, now, after you make a deposit, a large deposit, and your bank tells you, you know, well, we're going to put it on hold. And we're going to hold it for five days. And then, you know, we're just going to hold it. And then you go in there, and then they tell you, well, you spend the next day, and you get it relieved. And such, such. then you go in the next day. And you just keep in mind, you may have a payment that's going through, and you, you know, you don't want your, you know, something important, you know, like a vehicle or some shit, something that can neg- neg- negatively affect your credit and your credit status. So you say, well, look. Okay, got on hold. Okay, then you go back. You can take it off. Okay, okay, real broke. But you tell your person, your person who you know relies on you to hold that money, that you can't get the other bank that the check came from to verify the check, and it's another big bank, and the biggest cricket ass bank. Bank, I say, oh y'all cricket cases that they can't get them on the phone, and it's a Thursday. So then you tell your 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 loyal customer well they're not answering the phone and then you say well well if we can't verify it then we can't catch but the check is another now on the name of the check is not it's not a personal check it's a check from another major giant who's all in the game too so let's just go ahead and call it out this is a personal thing i can talk on it because you can't say our lives you know so we got we got chase and we have bank of america and then we have south bay south bay mercedes all three of these are giants, and they're all in the bailouts and the buyouts, too. And they're making fat cat money. So Chase is my bank, and they tell me they can't release at least $400 for my, oh, listen, at the other bank who's included. Wells Fargo is the car payment. So tax, just so, you know, to release. Not give me. Not give me. This is my money, y'all. Now, this is my, I had money that I didn't know had came through. They allowed me the money that came through that I get cleared. And here it is with the money that's on hold. So they allow me that much money of my money. And then they tell me they cannot guarantee, I mean, just release $400 of my dollars for my car payment to go through so that my car payment won't come back negative. So I say, what? Wait a minute. You can't, you don't have to give me the 400 You just release it in the account until that bank, until Bank of America answers the phone to verify the check. Well, they, they informed me they, they couldn't do that. And I guess that's when I woke up and I said, well, what the hell? Are you serious? Are you serious? So wait a minute. The check is from Mercedes-Benz. They should be good for it. And Chase, I'm their I'm their loyal customer. I should be good for it. And then uh, you look at, well, Bank of America, they're just like not answering the phone. And then I hear that they got a beef. And over the same money, I go into my branch because if that that branch was it. I went to two different branches with that. If you if you can't look, if it what does FDIC stand for? It stands for uh, uh, it's, it's federally insured by the government, right? 
Okay. Okay, we can now cut all that out because they, the government owns the banks and the government owns everything. And I guess the family owns them, whatever the case may be. Uh, if I can, if I'm not good for four hundred, four hundred to be released in my account, and you know they let my they let my car payment bounce because of that, and then after correct the problem, that doesn't make no damn good sense. If it's FDIC, you know, federally guaranteed and covered, then it shouldn't be a sweat off your back. How many Chase banks have you seen? I mean, they have Chase. Chase is now the, the 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 Bank of America of the world because there are chases on every corner, and just in the miles radius it's four or five of them. You mean to tell me I ain't good for four hundred dollars in my own account and you backed by the government? See, the government don't trust itself because that's who owns those banks. Y'all better get that shit together. Y'all better understand, and recognize, it. and that goes along with all our uh, social networks as well. You guys, you know, did anybody think to ask? Who bought all the social networks for those kids? Who do you think bought them? We did. We paying everything. Because that's how they keep the money circulating. They found out a real way to keep the money circulating that, that we... <laughs> that they'll never go broke. But we will try to keep paying it. So you guys better wake it up and get it together. I got to take me a little sip of something. And uh, <clears throat> some water, some juice. Rockstar, y'all know I love that. And then I'll get back to it until my lips are a little dry. But seriously, you know, it just it, it just, just makes me. And then you say you don't you don't listen. You know, your heart, your heart. You don't listen when nobody tell you to do and whatever the case may be. You're running it. You're not running nothing when it comes to that. It's just it's like they're playing God of our lives. You know, they got control of everything and they ripping us every way. I mean, man, somebody has, man. I, I, I'm standing. You know, I'm kind of like Paul. Paul, what you say? You know, don't be scared. You know, get up off of it. Yeah, like it's time to do something. Yeah, y'all better try to do something now. And all to all those uh, rich folks out there, you know, who you know look like, well, it's not gonna be me. Well, yeah. Once they pick our bones, then it ain't like them just oh we're full. No, they're gonna be like, whose bones are next to pick? And it'll only be you guys left. That's if that's if God don't step in. But God already got it. In the case of I'm giving you the, the worst scenario that could be, and that's the real scenario that could be. You know, you guys need to get together because, in fact, like I said, we can we can get together to ride and cut up and, you know, have a, you know, what does my friend say? Uh, what is it? Uh, swapping wives and husbands. <laughs> we can get together do shit like that. We can get together to build our community, to make something happen, to make some big changes. You know, there have been other people out there that are doing what I'm doing, too. And, you know, God rest their souls. And uh, I'll be around when they get out. Or hopefully they get out. You know, <laughs> hopefully. You know, and all that, you know, putting people, man. You know, I can't wait to the next show that I can't wait to do is about the prison situation, and uh, I'm trying to collectively get some of my uh, my um, uh, uh, ex inmates and convicts together so they can come in and represent and tell us what's really going on behind the, the scenes, and it's just disturbing. You know, uh, like I said, if you just look at all the money that we paid into the system, I mean, just that's 620 million dollars that went to Long Beach City for shame on you, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm pissed, you know, and then we have vets that during that period, that, that period of time, vets could have been using those resources. We could have been already way into something for them now. They already had something back then, the ones here in this city at least, and why didn't that spread to other cities? Or we're going to find out that other cities and other city colleges had that shit cracking too, and they got money too for bogus-ass buildings and, you know, uh, you know uh, luxurious trips and and prostitutes and parties and, you know, uh, cakes and carrying out? No. 
to blow up people. We know you're going to get tired of fucking paying for somebody else's good time. I'd like to have a good time. I'm sure you guys would like to have a damn good time. If we just want to go blow all your money on some shit, I bet you can't, though, right? Because you blow it up, then, then the, the banks, they're going to take your shit. <laughs> the ones who already got your money is going to take the rest of your shit. It ain't going to make no damn difference. How you paying it? How are we just paying into a system that just keeps rolling as it is? You know? So I say that politicians, we got the reality show cracking, so y'all write that down. We're going to go ahead and call one. I'm going to touch them out there and see which one who's down. No, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, you can follow me wherever I go. That's what I tell people. I ain't got nothing to hide. So if you ain't got nothing to hide and you represent like that, you need to stand on up. And, you know, let's see what you got going on. If you mean it, you know what? I say this. Just like they sit out or whatever, that was a blow up. Now, there's a direct way that you can do something. And you don't have to be violent. And, you know, hey, I'm not Martin Luther King and I'm not really Malcolm X. And, no, yes, I love this country. That's why I'm trying to tell you. I'm, I'm representing for the ones who fought for it. I'm representing for the ones who live in it. I'm representing for the ones who's getting ripped off in it. The bottom line is this. We can make some decisions, you know, or either we can say, stop taking our money for shit we can't see. Nobody should be allowed to monopolize by getting together like the car dealers did, all under one umbrella. And then let's let's look at that situation because that, that's, that's one situation that's really bugging the shit out of me. And I really, I talked to the general manager over uh, service uh, today. God bless. I tell you, God is good. I tell you this, but he better make something happen too. He, he, I, I gave him the what for. The bottom line, because see, some people out here are not so carefree and fickle that they don't pay attention to what's going on now. You might get me at first, but once I find out that you you're trying to get me, I'm gonna be watching you and I'm gonna keep my eyes on you. And that goes for anybody who has plans to do anything against me. And that you know, well, God got me first. But after that, I do do the rest of the paperwork on that shit. Now, any when they were bailed out. And then all of them joined together as AutoNation, like I told you guys. Check it out on your own. All right? When they got bailed out and they did that. Well, they put a clause on the back of all, because they're one, they're one, that means, then if they're all one, that means you got a Rolls Royce with a Kia, you you know, Maserati with a Volkswagen, you know, they're all the same. And then just look at all the years at all the plants that shut down here in the United States, that, you know, the car manufacturing plants. How many are left in this country? Somebody Google that and let me know. I'd like to know. Better yet, you know, if I wasn't live on my show, I, I'd Google it right now. My phone just died, too, because I need to charge it up. Case is, <clears throat> how many are currently existing car manufacturing plants are existing in the United States? So, there are people who lost lots of jobs, thousands and thousands of jobs were lost because of those closures. And they took their business to other countries. Other countries where people work for change. That's a rip-off right there, so they can save money on that shit, but put us out of work. So that's where you got some of our homeless people. Some of those homeless people out there, believe it or not, work for Chrysler, work for Dodge, and work for Oldsmobile. Hello? Hello? Do anybody remember Oldsmobile? Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile? Oh, damn. It's been that long. It ain't been that damn long since Oldsmobile. Stop the line. The reason why I know my mother loved them. She never got anything but an Oldsmobile until her last car. 
Bottom line is this. What happened to him? Gone. Okay? No longer in existence. All those plants that shut down, how many plants are left in this country? So they're making money on that because they, that was a shoe-in right there. Just from paying the people here, they were making pretty good money working for General Motors. You know, they were making pretty good money. And they replaced it with machines. Machines that they swear that are going to be better than humans, of course, you know. Is, and that's that's a blow too. So for how many ever hundreds of people, they got a computer to run it and build the cars and put them together. That's why we get those shabby-ass cars. Shout out. Then we have the export and import situation. Uh, you have now have imports and exports under the same umbrella, people. Let's say. German. American. German. American. 200,000 on a Input on an export, a hundred thousand miles good on an American, but now they're together. So what do they do? We do it at the three hundred together, and then split it up, and it's fifty what, hundred fifty here and hundred fifty there. And who's making those German cars? Now, where are they being made? You guys, anybody know? Anybody tell me where Mercedes are? Are they still shipping them over here? I see the ports are full. Brian, you got a little input out there. You work on the ports. But they still sending in cars from from uh, Germany. Cars are coming in, but there's still like a lot of layoffs going on down there. So, um, yeah, the economy has been hit, and the people are feeling it. People are scratching for hours down there. So, yeah, it's uh, serious. It's going down. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about the downsides. See, everybody thinks it's like over corporate. You know, it's all this corporate. All this shit is corporate now, pretty much. Um, All right. So, they might be still exporting cars in, but how much faith did you have really have? Well, let's say this. I never really liked Fords, okay, even though they were first car, Model T, and all the extra. I still feel Ford represents pixel repair daily. So, let's say Ford with my beloved Mercedes-Benz, and are they being made in the same factory? Uh where are they being produced? You're seeing a lot of cars on the road that are new. There's a lot of small homeless people out here. So they're making money on that. They make money on the just taking the business out of the country, putting in another, that's money made. And then they're all together now. So that means the, the product is much more shabby. Because we all know, American cars don't, I actually yet to see too many get to 100 miles, 100,000. Keeping it 100. The ones you see in the record yard, you never really see too many flat, as flat as Benz's and BMWs and so forth. Except for the Jaguar, I guess. Case is, that's money. So they're all together. Then they have this, because they're all one, like the kids asked me when I first brought it to them. Like, well, you know what, they're getting together. That's, that's good for us, because, you know, that means wherever you go to get, you know, run your credit, it's going to be the same everywhere you go. I was like, no. It's monopoly, people. You can't have one governing over any large multitude of corporations. Hello. It's, they're all corporations. So let's break it on down. So we have now that they're a corporation, it's MB, which is Mercedes-Benz, but cut it short. Just to throw you off. MB USA, Ford USA, uh, Dodge USA, uh, Jaguar USA, yeah, USA. They just put the USA on the back. Now, who does that? How do you got MB USA? 
how you going to do that? You know what? That's a slap in our faces right there because that's telling you right then that they're all one. So they have control over the whole car industry. Break it up. And on the back of those contracts, are all you happy to get a new car, people? Let's keep it 100. Shout out to my baby girl, Dominique, for buying it from a side dealer. Because you know what? The way I've been done and the way a lot of people have been done and from reports from attorneys telling me all the fraud cases that have been flying in because of this particular reason, because of that clause in the back of that contract, that long, yeah, everybody get your, get your contracts out. You just bought a new car. If you bought a new car in the past, let's say, since they've been bailed out, people. And, and that's what I'm going to do. Let's listen to the next. Research, when did they become one? Well, that's what we need to know. When did they become AutoNation? Did AutoNation become one? And if that's anywhere close to where the president bailed them out, hello. Hello. Now, on the back of those contracts, those long yellow contracts, you guys know the yellow and pink, the one that you sign with all the little fees and all the extra and whoop de and you know, they got that third-party shit. Never trust third-party. So they talk about pyramids. Oh, pyramids against law. That shit is pyramids, too. It's just another way. It's just the white collar where they fit and do it. Well, on the back of that contract is the arbor at the very bottom of all other nations. Oh, for you people out there that with power nation, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> they blew it up with the nation. And I think well, that might be another blow up right there because auto nation. What does nation stand for? <laughs> so who do you think own it? Wow. Because why would you even think to put nation on, you know, rename it, auto nation, power nation? Wow. Because the nation owns it, I guess we bought it. And that's another thing. We're not getting any of that money. And we're going in there and we're signing those contracts. And let's say out there to you shady, shady car salesmen, for shame on you too. For shame on, you know, what you have done to others may be done to you. That's why you don't. That's why you see most car salesmen drive raggedy cars, simply because they know the deal. Back of that contract, there's an arbitration clause that binds us. Whoever buys the purchase the car as of this day today. If, if you're looking for, you trying to buy your kid want all that extra for graduation, it's time to rethink those things. On the back of those contracts, binds you from suing the car dealer you purchase from. So. That means you got to go arbitrate well. This is like the hospitals. Now, I kind of understand the arbitration clause for hospitals because of malpractice and, you know, wrongful death and people make mistakes and things like that. But when it comes to a car that is made by a computer that I have to pay a hell of a lot of money on and still pay a lot of money on in the repair and all the extra and while MBUSA and all the other USA, they have nothing to do with the sale or the purchase or the warranty on any vehicle. That's for MBSA, uh, that's for Ford USA, all of them. They have nothing to do with those three things. Now, let's say that's what all makes a buy a car buy. The sale, <laughs> the warranty, and the damn repair. Hello? That's all three things that makes your car buying experience should make it a good, happy occasion. Well, when you sign up for that contract, because those deal, those those salesmen don't say flip it over and read that bottom box. That bottom box says it. Says it. Check it out. Plan on buying. Hey, if you guys who don't believe it, shit, I took pictures of mine. I'll send it to. You. I, I, hey, I'll post it on Facebook. Ain't no problem with me. But that 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 is right there. That is that is the greatest raping of the, of America. <laughs> Auto Nation, you guys, check it out. 
So scroll down, <laughs> go ahead and type in autonation.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page and take a look for yourself, people. Let's stop allowing these people to rip a hole in our asses. Get some balls, people. We got to get some balls. You know, Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. Put your money where your mouth is and you politicians cut that bullshit lying ass out. Come on now. Go ahead and step on down now before I, before we take you down. Because, you know, my people, we're going to get together. We're we going we to make it happen. You know, because I'm calling for everybody's ass to get out of there. That's crooked. I don't like thieves. If you lie, you steal. You st- if you lie, you cheat, you cheat, you steal. And I'm tired of you ripping up America. It's time to give it up. Let it go. This is Jenna's Group Theory. We're going to be out of here for the for tonight. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. I might be at 3100 Rooftop tonight. I don't know. We'll see. I might be singing tonight. So shout out there to all you guys. Much love. Thanks for joining the show tonight. Peace. We'll see you tomorrow. Much love out there to all my friends, families, loved ones, people I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys off with that since I had to preach us out of this show tonight. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and preach us out, right? Uh, better yet, check. no, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and outro with my intro. And that way, you know, for y'all out there that don't get to hear it, I did play it in between, but let's go ahead and take it out with, with that. This is Gina's Group Theory. Thank you, guys. This is your L, LBC's broadcasting live here. Hex, RW, your community connection, internet radio station, signing off. Much love, Gina.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.